Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Trying 20. It's your boy Dion. And your and girl Brit Brat on the track. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and in this episode, we're gonna be talking about is our society becoming too sensitive? Are we just hypersensitive? What do you think, Brit? I think I think I can see where in the name of being woke, there is a bit of hypersensitivity that mm. is circulating. Um, our culture currently mm-hmm. and there's nothing don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with being woke I actually think being woke is a good thing um, mm-hmm. being knowledgeable about topics that are offensive and right phrases and terms and things that we used to say and do in the past that was actually offensive that we are now you know in, in the I would say like since 2018-ish until presently have been calling out um, and you know basically shining a light on the fact that it is derogatory and it is um, something that we shouldn't be continuing to engage in I do think that that is important but at the same time I feel like the rise of cancel culture has been birthed out of this I guess new awakening. Yeah, this mental awakening that our society has, you know, gotten the grasp on. I would agree. I feel like every time I turn around, somebody is being canceled for something. Yeah. And what? Hold people accountable for what they're doing, especially some of these people with bigger platforms, because Mm -hmm. that's a trickle down effect. If they see people doing that who have big platforms, then could do it. But. At the same time, in holding people accountable, we have to realize as people that people can change and people can grow and learn. Right. So, if we're canceling, for instance, let me think. Um, um, Kevin Hart, he had some type of situation where he was talking about, I think his son being gay or something like that. And if mm-hmm. his son turned out gay or something like that, he would do something. And <clears throat> I just feel like, Mind you, this happened like a few years ago, a couple of years ago, like back in 2012 or something. Right. That type so of stuff. So almost a decade ago. Literally. Almost a decade ago. <laughs> this man, his brain, his way of thinking has evolved since then. Right. So to cancel him or try to attempt to cancel him, I feel like that's a little excessive. We mm-hmm. shouldn't really be trying to cancel people for stuff like that. But now, on the other hand, if we have people going live and saying the N word, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, you're you're gone. You're out of here. I think but. the ma- a, a major problem mm-hmm. with cancel culture and with our hypersensitive, very woke society. Like I said, being woke is a good thing. Like it is. We pro woke over here. Okay, we are. But the problem that I'm seeing arise is there. There seems to be one idea of what is correct, one standard Mm -hmm. and one way of thinking, one opinion that people are deeming as the correct opinion. Mm -hmm. And if you are someone who deviates from this certain specific idea or opinion, you're basically being crucified. Like, (laughs) people still have their own opinions. Yes. That's their right to express how they feel and what they think. Yeah. And have a different opinion from the majority. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if someone, let's say, you know, for example, with feminism and the topic of feminism versus misogyny. 
Um, mm-hmm. If a woman in this day and age chooses to be submissive, chooses to do things the old-fashioned way, chooses to, you know, have her household structured where the man is the leader and she is submitting to him and following him, that is her choice and is not something that she should be crucified and then deems a pick-me, for example. Um, Right. And I feel like because our society is pro-feminism, and don't get me wrong, I'm a woman, I'm pro-women's rights, but everyone doesn't want women to take over the world. And not having that let me see let me let me phrase this right being some a woman who chooses to be submissive does not mean that you do not care about women's rights it doesn't mean that she wants to go back to the stone ages it doesn't mean that you don't want to see women progressing in society it simply mm-hmm. means that this is just the structure that you feel works for your household and works best for you and your personality type and if that's what the lifestyle that you want to live you shouldn't be canceled or, you know, right. crucified for that. You know, that just made me think about um, Miss Boosie Baddies. Now, <laughs> Tomsley, let's call him, actually, let's call him Boosie Bottoms, child. Let's call him Boosie Bottoms. <laughs> Tomley known as Boosie Baddies. Yeah. Now, it makes me, I guess, in some way, to a certain extent, appreciative of people like him mm-hmm. who just openly you know, vocalize their opinions. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for people like Boosie, we wouldn't be able to open like these open forums of like how people should be respected on certain levels and how you should be addressing certain groups. If it wasn't for people like Boosie, (laughs) people would still really be around here uneducated and ignorant to certain things. Yeah. I agree. yeah, I see what you I see what you're saying there because at first I was ready to cancel Boosie. I had cancel Boosie. Still, <laughs> I still feel like we should cancel Boosie because he's just disrespectful. He to is disrespectful. He is. At this point, like at this point, you've had so many hiccups, and you're continuing to do the same thing over and over. Now that's when you cancel someone when they continue to do the same thing over and over. First try, you know, just just teach them help him out a little bit like the the baby situation um when he did a call and answer child that was all the way wrong (laughs) it was all the way wrong he should not have done that yeah but i feel like the baby is not worse than boosie bob by any boosie boosie i feel like he has his own idea of how people should be and Mm -hmm. i don't like that he targets and attacks people like i didn't like how he targeted Lori Harvey and was right. attacking her. It was like this girl is not doing anything to you. She is not playing any of your personal homeboy. She right. didn't play you. You probably have never had a conversation with her, but you're so pressed because she's dating. Right. Like you're calling her a hoe. You're slandering her. Right. And but what worries what? Like, me what's the, is what's the point behind it? Right. What worries me about that situation, Britt, is he actually has a huge following. Of right, people he does. who are agreeing with him and like, mm-hmm. oh, you one of the real ones, left Boosie. Like, no. <laughs> Even like him targeting constantly. We can't look over how he constantly targets Lil Nas X for just living his life. That's the thing. I feel like people should be allowed to just live their <laughs> lives. It's like it's none of my business. Right. But 
is going on in someone's household. It's none of my business what's going on in someone's marriage. It's none of my business what's going on um, with whomever people are, whatever political views people are taking. The only time I feel like we should be really, you know, speaking up and addressing is when there you see more so racism and those right. uh, straight up um, dang, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, microaggressions and um, right. what's the word? What's the word? Uh, Basically, <laughs> when it seems like it's a situation oppression. where a group is being oppression. oppression. Exactly, injustice. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Social injustice and oppression. That's when we should be speaking up and calling it out. I feel like right. when people are just living their lives, minding their business, I really Mind don't yours. feel we should be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really feel like it's our place. Right. Like, if Lori wants to, not saying the girl is, I'm pretty sure she's honestly not. But even if she was, like, that's her body. Let her do with her body what she wants to do with her body. If Lil Nas X wants to do whatever, you know, kiss guys on the on the stage dance naked on the stage whatever that's him like he's making his money boosie what are you doing because you know what fact of the matter is boosie doing whatever he want to do right right he's having sex with whomever he wants to have sex with he's kissing whomever he wants to kiss he's, he's having he's selling with. his young sons to um raising his older kids women. how he so pleases so afford other people that right too that's mm-hmm. all i'm saying but we're not talking about how he allowed older women to service his young underage children, which is rape. <laughs> okay, like <what? laughs> molestation, pedophilia. So like, there's a lot of alarm can't talk about there. nobody. He can't talk about nobody. Now there people are. Things. It seems like people are so pressed about some sort of agenda being pushed as far as like black people mm-hmm. and our gay people and our any type of um, minority are oppressed people like why why do you think people are feeling like there's an agenda going on I think there is a surge Mm -hmm. in Hollywood and um, Mm -hmm. I guess in the arts you could say like with movies and music there's a surge of black excellence and even um, LGBTQ Mm-hmm. individuals who are surging and taking over these spaces and they mad and not everyone is most people are having problems with that because they can't necessarily handle this surge of black creativity black excellence and I mean what you, I, I don't really think there's an agenda necessarily I just think people are acknowledging and giving credit to where credit is due fact of the matter is black people been very right. multifaceted and talented. We look at people and actresses like Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. who should have been one at this point, in my opinion, at least 10 Oscars for the performances that she has done in her um, movies right. in the past. She has a plethora of movies that were deserving. Mm-hmm. And Taraji. That was deserving of Oscars. Taraji. And the list goes on and on it and goes on. on. Billy, even Billy, you know, Billy Porter, there's people who yeah. are very, very talented, mm-hmm. who deserve, deserve recognition. I just feel like we're seeing where there is a surge of just Black excellence that's undeniable, and we're seeing Black actors and actresses take up, quote-unquote, white spaces, mm-hmm. and it's a problem. For example, with Hallie becoming, 
getting the role, earning the role. Let me be clear. She earned that role. Right. She's perfect for it. The Little Mermaid. And it was, people were in an uproar. Why? Because in the cartoon, Ariel was white with red hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, mermaids are fictional. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not real. Y'all mad because she's a beautiful black queen with jury hits? I'm confused. She's perfect for the role. Talent. She was the most talented and earned the role, giving credit where credit is due. Exactly. And for so, so long, that hasn't seen. happened. So now that y'all are seeing, like you said, surges of black people and black LGBT people, mm-hmm. double whammy, dominating, <laughs> getting the credit, the, nominated. Thank you for accolades. I mean, the highest of the high that they're deserving of. Exactly. It's like <laughs> I don't know. It's not. I feel like, and I feel like it's a cop out and it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's insulting to those artists. It is and creators to say that they're only getting these things arguably i feel like that that statement of you know there being a black agenda or being a gay agenda um lgbtq agenda Mm -hmm. is just as insulting as if i got accepted to an ivy league school and someone told me affirmative action right it is just as insulting it is definitely i don't know society child (laughs) Do you think our society, though, because I feel like everything that we just talked about, in a way, we're we're speaking from, I feel like we're speaking from a woke perspective Mm -hmm. and a perspective where, you know, we're allowing people and we're not being restrictive upon people where, you know, in the past, I feel like, you know. America, American society once was a very conservative society. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like um, in our, I guess, in layman's term, more liberal society, mm-hmm. that culturally and socially, we're becoming hypersensitive. Uh, I feel like, yes, because just a little bit at okay. this point. Because I would say that it, it, I it's agree. coming. It's coming to a point to where nobody can say anything. Like you mm-hmm. said, if anybody deviates from what you know, what is expected, mm-hmm. you're out of here. Like, there's the door. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like we should still allow people, for me, this is how yeah. it should go. We should allow people to state their opinion, how they feel. I want you to do that because at the end of the day, if we don't have people doing that, then you have people. Yeah. I want people to be able to learn and to be educated on certain things because there's a lot of things that even I still don't understand as a member of the LGBT. Who is, mm-hmm. who is also black yeah and so yes I feel like we are becoming a little hypersensitive now when it comes to certain things like um Great. no I was just about to say um well you say what you gotta say first and then I'm gonna say what I was just about to say <laughs> what okay. do you think I think we are mm-hmm. becoming a bit hypersensitive y'all there's a gnat in my room and I keep wanting to clap it. You know how you clap that. But yeah. I have to remember that we're recording and y'all are gonna hear that clap. But it's driving me nuts. Girl, if you don't swat that thing. Anyway, <laughs> I think we are in a way becoming a little hypersensitive mm-hmm. in the sense that um and I feel like this has really been driven through influencers in mm-hmm. social media. 
I feel like Instagram trolls and people who troll people right. has really pushed this whole um, I feel hypersensitive society where like if you see if you're watching a YouTube channel or a YouTube video and let's say it's about someone who is overweight and mm-hmm. they're talking about losing weight that person that that influencer that creator could say something um, and just be talking about themselves their own experience mm-hmm. and it can be completely flipped upside down and turned to Right, misconstrued into suddenly this person is fat shaming. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with, I feel like, homophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like even re- regarding texturism, if y'all don't know what texturism is, it's basically people who um, have a looser curl pattern were elevated mm-hmm. above people who had a tighter curl pattern. I saw T.I.'s daughter, um, Deja Harris, had mm-hmm. just simply tweeted that she, or she was just talking about her personal oh, yeah, personal relationship with her hair and how she struggled to like her hair because she didn't like the texture and she she felt for years that her hair texture didn't didn't suit her and mm-hmm. people were ripping this girl apart she never attacked anyone else's hair texture she was talking about right. her own relationship with her own hair and her own hair journey and how she's had to work on developing a good relationship with her hair which is very normal I feel like it's a normal thing and like let's be real here I know we have a lot of people most people nowadays are natural but if we Mm -hmm. take it back to 2012 when many people weren't natural when just about everybody and their mama was getting that creamy crack people (laughs) had to really talk themselves into the big chop and loving their natural hair a lot of people when they did do the big chop were wearing wigs or were still straightening their hair with a flat iron because they weren't they didn't love their natural hair texture what she was talking about was a very real thing and people made her out to be someone who hated black hair yeah hair hair textures and that's not what she was saying at all and that to me is a prime example of hypersensitivity like y'all are making something out of nothing this girl is literally sharing with y'all her journey and y'all are suddenly she's prejudiced because of her own journey if i remember correctly she did not say anything bad at all Mm-mm. and like you said she was speaking on her own personal journey and experience with her hair that didn't have nothing to do with nobody else's hair nobody else for, for people to be taking offense right like, dude now if i if, now if she was making um unnecessary vague or general statements about a texture mm-hmm. itself by saying like oh nappy hair blah 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 yeah as it like and it doesn't pertain to her or she doesn't know that experience then yeah then that that's a different problem. that would be a problem different. yes but she wasn't doing that she she was what i'm confused child. <laughs> but i feel like that's the that's the society that we're living in now it is. it's hard to even share your own opinions or even mm-hmm. your own life experience without right. being suddenly becoming prejudiced or having you know being you know what i'm saying like having issues against a certain and it's like bruh ain't nobody no one's even thinking that deeply like i promise you i'm not thinking about 
a group of women that I don't know. I'm just worried about my own issues right. and trying to love. And if we're being real here, no one on this earth is 100% completely in love with who they are and themselves Nobody. and every aspect of themselves. Everybody has insecurities and we should be able to talk about those insecurities as we are healing and growing from them without being like who wants to be stomped on when you're right. already trying to get out of a bad place and I just think that people who think like that and have to have a think piece for everything mm-hmm. it's trash it's not right. trash and to add on you to trying that, to prove to add on to that sorry I didn't mean to cut you off no you're fine I'm done but I feel like a lot of people also lack context yes like if you're gonna state your opinion on something you're so ready to counsel somebody child mm-hmm. you don't even know the story right you don't even understand don't the care. experience or what the situation was right but it's, it seems like to me that a lot of people are kind of jumping on this bandwagon mm-hmm. or like you said even with a lot of trolls mm-hmm. who know that that's kind of like the the it thing now I guess quote unquote right. that they're trying to push that but mm-hmm. no that's, this is something serious like cancel culture should be all about I feel like like I said before enlightening people and um, not just the people who clearly made an honest mistake you know what I mean yeah yeah for sure I actually don't like cancel culture and if, if we're gonna make if, it out to be something good that's what it should be about yeah right like yeah. I don't like the idea of completely I think for me it's mm-hmm. the, the few things that I'm canceling someone for is yeah. blatant racism right like I just that's can't the only thing. <laughs> I just can't right, but at the like, same time <laughs> at the same time I feel like cancel culture is very heavily saturated with a lack of grace yeah. and I feel like nobody is freaking perfect man like there's mm-hmm. so many topics that I'm uneducated about that I could possibly say something here in this moment and nobody God forbid not not no it's offensive not you know what I'm saying yes. and God forbid it very innocently and ignorantly and the next thing I know I'm canceled like there's just no grace for people to make mis- honest mistakes and I that don't way. like that it's really not like who the heck are who the heck are you to cancel somebody? Right, because like you said, nobody knows. Um, I think it was either you or me, but nobody knows everything about everything. Exactly. So if the tables were turned and your ass said something that was out of bounds, then right? Would you expect the same treatment? Right. Because cancel culture is no joke. Once you're canceled, it's like. They, you 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 losing bags like it's you, brutal. You're losing money. It's so brutal. <laughs> this is people's livelihood. So yeah, I feel like we need to be a little bit more delicate, delicate, and just a little bit more. What's the word I'm looking for, Britt? A little bit more merciful. Selective. Yeah, and merciful. Yes, of who we we're choosing to do this to. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's me. Okay. It's, it's it's mean. It gives mean girl energy. It does. I very don't like spirited. it. Like, but, yo, you know, if God doesn't cancel us, who the mm-hmm. heck do we think we are to be canceling people? Okay, yes, you better. But just speaking of trolls, trolls kind of make me think of, you know what trolls just make me think of? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why in the world do we have gay superheroes hopping up? <laughs> now I feel like that to me that's like you're pushing it like 
you know, obviously, I'm Y'all, with anything Deion, gay. I am. Dion is gay. Yes, I'm with anything gay. Let me just preface by saying that. But it's just like, why do our superheroes need to be gay? Need to be sexualized? Not the popular superheroes, but the ones who are in the magazines, child, the comic books. Why are they? Why is Robin now bisexual or gay? Or like, that? <laughs> like well, we care. Nobody cares. And then on top of that, now I don't watch a lot of Batman, but I have never even seen Robin interact with anybody sexually in any of those. <laughs> okay, so let me say this: I've watched a lot of Batman movies. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I've watched Dark Knight. Was he having sex? Okay. <laughs> now, okay. Now I will say Bruce Wayne. Um, he was known, I guess, as a ladies' man. Yeah, so he, that's have, a straight man right there. That's a straight he, man. <laughs> he would have, you know, he would go on dates and would have women as his date, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really a main focal. It wasn't necessarily. Um, this is but, a hero movie. Like, go say yeah. I'm confused. I, to be honest with you, I, I, outside of the comics. I've never seen a Robin in any Batman movies, period. Like, who is this Robin that we're speaking of? Right, like, what is what is this person or this hero being gay have to do with anything about him being a superhero? Like, unless he has, like, I guess a supernatural penis or, like, a super a super penis or something like that that <laughs> coincides with his powers... Yeah, Robin ain't even got no power, child. But unless he has something like that, then that would make sense. But I think a problem it has nothing Deanne, to do with anything. I think a problem is in the name of inclusivity. Mm-hmm. I feel like people have a tendency of making regarding the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. they make that people's identity and character traits. Yeah. I so get it. I it's get like in, in a way to like in a superhero movie, for example, mm-hmm. there isn't a need to make it known that someone is straight, right? Yeah, right. As a superhero, that's people, they're not making their straightness a character trait. But right. it's like, I think, like, you can have someone who's homosexual without announcing that they're homosexual. You know right. what I mean? Um, and I feel like in the name of inclusive inclusivity, is that the word? Inclusiveness yeah. or whatever. In the name of that, mm-hmm. creators and writers and the people who are making these movies feel the need to announce mm-hmm. the sexuality yeah. of whomever they're trying whether it's a superhero whether it's a princess or yeah. whatever I feel the need that. to announce it because we are used to seeing Spider-Man with a woman we're used to seeing Bruce with a woman Superman right. with a woman I get that so just being inclusive that does make sense but it's just like the announcement piece for me like just show the movie yeah, yeah show. just show the movie <laughs> like, there's no need to, to announce it no and then okay so <laughs> That just made me think of then the Elmo situation where they announced that I don't even what know the character. Elmo? It's it's not Ses- I mean not Elmo, Sesame Street. I think it's the same thing. I don't know. It is, but what happened? But yeah, two of the characters on Sesame Street who have been together for a minute now, honestly. Bert they, and Ernie? Yep. They just announced that they were like together. Oh. 
Yeah, girl, you, where you been at? <laughs> but y'all, me and Dion was just talking about how sometimes I really do be living under a rock. Like yeah. I am not as hip as I should be. Okay. Oh my gosh, y'all! I was talking about the little video where the girl was like, "Why are you being weird to me?" And I was like, "We should include that in the show." And Brittany was like, "What is that?" <laughs> No idea what you're talking about. This is a whole viral video, but anyways, <laughs> even that it. Sesame Street thing was really, really viral. Like everybody was talking about it. But, but I you see, it. okay, so so with that, that's I, the thing. I, think like, I grew up on Sesame Street. Uh huh. I saw Bert and Ernie. Yeah. If they were a gay couple, then yeah, I didn't know as a child. Yeah, you didn't know as a child exactly, but so I feel like it wasn't announced. It wasn't announced. It just, just the idea of seeing it present. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what kind of helps in a way. Like mm-hmm. you don't have, you don't have to go the extra mile and announce it. But also, like you say, in the name of inclusivity, just the, just to make it known that okay, we do have some LGBT going on here. Or we do have, we have some black people. In, I don't know. It just seems unnecessary to me. It really does. Yeah. Just showing it seems like enough. I was just going to ask you, do you feel like the um, need to um, parade it? No. It, um, that, do you feel like it adds a layer of ingenuity? Ingen- Lord, y'all, I'm having trouble talking <laughs> today, but disingenuity. Is it ingenuity? Dis- disingenuous. Like, do, right. Does it make it disingenuous to you? Um, I feel like to a certain extent because they know that companies who are doing this and corporations who are doing this I feel like they know that it's kind of like the it thing it's trending like there's a market for it yeah so by Sesame Street announcing oh y'all by the way for so long you know Bert and whoever the other boy name is they've been gay for this so for this long they've been gay this whole time but it's just like it's it's a marketing tool it's a marketing strategy um I feel like now to that aspect it's not right no. It's not right. Because you shouldn't try to capitalize off of someone else's... Um, Life. Right. Someone else's... Dang, what's the word I'm looking for? Struggle. All right. Yeah. I was just about to say... Someone like, else's plight. That's about, the word I was thinking of. Like, you, we also have to think about that, you know, while right now Hollywood is marketing it and romanticizing mm-hmm. it, people literally get attacked yeah for that you know for having Hello? that lifestyle like it's yes. not always something beautiful that com- comes like there's pain behind that for a lot of people exactly most people mm-hmm. and this is why i enjoy and i and i love shows like pose if y'all have not seen pose by now something is wrong with you but shows like pose show the good and the bad you know what i mean it's it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's an accurate reputation representation of the life of a person who's in that community or a part of that group shows like that I feel like are needed because while it may be like a good representation for people who are a part of that lifestyle or not lifestyle but a part of that experience it's also used like as an educational thing for people who aren't and it's a good ass show you know what I mean (laughs) so So now that makes me also think about um how Hollywood also, you know, for I feel like they've done this for years, saw mm-hmm. the market for Black history shows. Mm-hmm. And it's like they felt the need to 
and still feel the need to make movie after movie, show mm-hmm. after show, highlighting like the horrors of slavery and the horrors that black yeah. people and segregation and racism that people ha- black people had to go through, and you know they make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes me think about that, and it's like you know I feel like people these days in our society and our culture currently are at a point where it's like bro we're not trying to see this anymore right like please stop making movies that glamorize um the horrors of what we went through but then on the other side on the other hand it's like okay but there's also the aspect where it's providing information for those who don't know of any you know who don't know the true horrors of what went down with slavery but then it's like it makes me think about like the movie the help Mm-hmm. For example, which I, used to be one of my, I used to love that movie. That's still a good movie. What you talking it's, about? It's good. But then it's like you have actresses like Viola Davis who came forward who said, you know, that's actually a movie that she w- wished that she never did yeah. because it changed the narrative of mm-hmm. what really happened and it glorified the white savior complex um, yeah. over the truth of that. So you know, that's Ooh, a real that story. Yeah. So it's like. It's tricky. It's tricky. And that I know too. for me, like when, for example, um, when they see us came out, I still have not been able to bring myself to watch that. Oh, girl, don't watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Great but, movie. Great black actors and actresses. It is. But terrific. But like you said, like we don't want to see any of that anymore. We don't. Like, no, I can't. What's the girl name? I can't. I can't, I gotta give it to her. She's really good at what she does. Ava DuVernay, Lord, I can't believe I forgot her name. But yeah, she's really good. And I think she had a part of that movie when they see us. But it's just like, and she does a lot of documentaries and stuff like that, which are really interesting. But mm. it's all about, for me, coming from, from Ava, I'll watch it. You know right. what I mean? Right. It depends on where it's coming from. Like, what is your purpose in putting this information out? <laughs> like, right. let me know. Because I feel like we're getting better as a society, low key, mm-hmm. because we're having more and more black artists and black creatives put out these movies. Yeah. But I feel like it's still, we're still in a place where the depiction of black people or the depiction of LGBT people or anybody who's being oppressed is so tragic. Yeah. Uh, it's so, it's so like one sided. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you're very not much showing, so. You're not showing how black people are actually actually out here doing well black people are actually out here succeeding right. are you not showing how not every gay person is yes girl mm-hmm. working at her right right and all right of that. like that's not all of us and so if you're gonna try to depict people of the community first of all know something about the community be ex- have some experience in the community and also show all sides of it you want authentic representation. Yes. <laughs> Child, yes. I think that's like one of the reasons why I personally loved the movie Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I loved Black I, I still love Black Panther. Me too. Because it highlighted, you know, people have this perspective of Africans and people mm-hmm. who live on the continent of Africa as being um yep third world and poor poor yeah um some people still think there's people in africa who live in huts you know what i'm saying right dirt roads and all of that right right 
and it highlighted and, and the movie even highlighted Amer- Americans perspective of you know Wakanda was a, was a fictional country but it's still very much I feel um, accurate representation of what Americans think when they think of African countries people mm-hmm. in the movie people the Americans thought that Wakanda was primitive in third world reality was baby it was flourishing thriving okay. and wealthy and I love that yeah I love that too I love that movie a lot of people are saying that a lot of people are just insisting oh it was just you know it was a fictional place blah 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 but I but feel like the movie served as like you said a representation mm-hmm. to show that your misconceptions about this place aren't true yeah Right. Yeah, it may have been fictional, but every piece of fiction fiction speaks of something that's truth. reflecting of yeah, truth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I appreciate that movie for that. Yeah. But child, hmm, it's a lot we can talk about on this topic. It is. I think we should probably wrap it up though for today. I agree. I think we had some good conversation. Hopefully, our listeners, which is continuing to grow, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Thank you guys for listening. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. (laughs) Because you remember when we were thinking about starting this podcast group, we was like, first of all, it took us a while to start it. That's number one. Back in January. Exactly. When we first started talking about it. And we, we had been talking about it before then, I feel like. Me and Dion have always just been the perfect pair, okay? We We love to talk, child. So the fact that y'all love to listen is so great. And I'm receiving a lot of positive feedback from everybody. Everybody seems to be enjoying it. So we're going to keep this thing going, right, Brit? We are. Um, We're working on getting an Instagram Mm -hmm. Listen, don't be coming up on our Instagram page with no foolishness now. Like, I don't want to see no trolls. We was just talking about trolls and trolls. Me, okay. me and Dion ain't about, listen, we ain't. If I hit a business, block button quick. Oh, oh, with a quickness, okay? <laughs> but um, we would like for you guys to show us or share with us your right. suggestions. Right, that's, the, right. that's what like I was going to say could... regarding right. the Instagram. If you're feeling like you you might be a good candidate for maybe coming on to the show, Ooh. um, yeah, we can work that out. You know, we can. We would love some guests, but yeah, um, follow me on Instagram. By the way, my Instagram handle is be like Mayo. I'm gonna put it in the IG. I'm not the IG bio. The bio for the podcast. <laughs> the so description bad. box. <laughs> yeah. And you guys can find me on Instagram at the. D medley um that will also be in the description box and if anyone needs their makeup done if they're in the charlotte area okay. um, you can also hit me up and dm me for to book an appointment at Brittany medley mu yes all right see you guys next week bye guys bye. <laughs>